We've teased you enough, but it's time. April 17, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The OG RRLC Reggie's jersey is fucking for sale. It is for sale, and you do not want to miss it. I cannot express how much I fucking love these things. They are unreal, mate. You do not want to miss them. We've got a high thread count. We've got a big white collar. We've got the traditional V. It is three-quarter sleeve. It is everything that the fucking RRLC is put in a jersey. Everything we promised, and it's for sale. April 17, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, thereggies.com.au. I'll see you there. Get amongst it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome back to the Reggies. You're sitting here with three blokes who could have been anything but decided to have fun instead. This week we've got the RRLCs going off. Mitchell Johnson's going off. The T20 series against India is actually over now. Uh, there's World Club Challenge news from our uh, UK ambassador slash correspondent. Um, there was an absolute abortion of a pitch at the SCG for a Sheffield Shield game last week. It's all happening, as Bill Laurie would say. Um, how are we, fellas? Great, brother. Excellent. Can't Jace, complain. just home from Melbourne yesterday. Yep. Good got weekend. Yesterday morning was a great weekend. Had a lot of food. Yeah, I'll say that. Nice. That was the best part. And that was, yeah, lots and lots of food. A lot of Italian. What yeah. about the people watching, brother? Oh, there was a lot of people watching. <laughs> how fucking We're at good. one of the tram stations and there was this bloke just waltzing around the middle of Elizabeth Street, just going off his hole, talking about <laughs> dodecagons and shit. He wouldn't stop talking about dodecagons. What the fuck's that? I, I don't know. It's a ten-sided shape, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Ah. That's gone on it, so I assumed it was some sort Holy of shape. Fuck. But, Deck yeah, he was going team. off, and I was like, is he about to get rolled by a tram here? But, no, he didn't. The Did tram drivers would be all over that. Yeah. Did you see the bloke in the purple dress riding around with a trail of I bikes? Didn't. I no. thought I was going to see that when I saw you post that video. It's a great sign. <laughs> no. no, but yeah, great weekend. Did a tour of the MCGs, my first time at the nice. uh, Yeah, so. First time at the G ever. Never seen a game there, first time there. My brother's nice. apartment where we stayed is in Jollymont, which is like a tiny little yeah. uh, suburb right beside the G. It's like 100 metres, so literally walk out his front door and you're basically there. Was prime, yeah, um, yeah, like the electric scooters. Mm. We got my missus and I got them on the Monday night, and we were cruising back to his place. And we could hear something. We're like, "Oh, we'll go for a lap around the G, check out all the statues and that." Ron Barassi and Shane Warne, and we hear something coming from Amy Park, and I was like, "Oh, fuck, Foo Fighters are on." Oh. So I we went for a cruise and just parked up and listened to a bit of Fooies for a few minutes outside the stadium. Yeah, it was loud. That's prime. It was nice. loud. There's a Bloke at work who's heading down, I think, are there at Suncorp when, next Wednesday. Yeah, right. be fucking unreal. They were uh, 
I wish I knew about it earlier. I would have tried to go. I had no That'd idea. And then I saw like an ad while I was down in Melbourne. I was like, oh, fuck, Phillies this weekend. Yeah. That's yeah, one thing to be good about living down there is live music, live sport. Like it's a hub for just entertainment. Oh, there's just many, on. many good things about living down in the city. Because even mm. in the off season, like right there, like I'm not a massive tennis fan. But looking at the setup that they have for like all three arenas, the outside courts, like reckon the Australian Open would actually be pretty cool to go. You got to have well. coin to go to that. Oh fuck yeah! It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like not the outside courts and that. You get like those day tickets where you can go yeah. to any court. If you want to go to like, is it Margaret Court, Rod Laver, or John Kane? John, yeah, yeah, the other. Yeah, it's fucking ludicrous. The would prices. Be. Is that what are we talking? Like, oh, hundreds for like Even a cheap a seat. Lead, yeah, for a night session. Like if Djokovic or something's Someone playing in like a third round games, yeah. or whatever, it's fucking insane. Go to a day game and you would literally die though. Sometimes Melbourne gets like 40, 40 plus. degrees, yeah. Nice and dry. Another, but yeah, weather was – it was wet of the first prime. two days. And then woke <laughs> up on – I think it was Sunday and it was just beaming hot sun until fucking 9 o'clock at night. Mm. Do you know what? That's like, good. I, yeah, it was good because we were like holidaying. But if you worked there and lived there, that would do my head in, I reckon. If it was no, nah, I'd love it. Nine o'clock and you're trying to like wind down and go to bed. You and play 18 holes. Yeah, that was my first thought was golf. <laughs> well, do you know <laughs> my first thought about thinking of going to the tennis is how entertained I'd be watching every cunt's head move. <laughs> yeah, every just shot. People watch it all the time. Yeah, you just I'd just, just not be even watching watch. watching the crowd move their heads every Your shot. Your neck would be sore for sure. Well, that's how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you'd be used to it. Oi, not yeah. for much longer. Ooh. We've got we're very close to moving in. It is. Yeah, I know we keep hinting, touches. but the first uh should we say paint job has started? Yeah. The the things going on behind Think it's, iconic Reggie's. Yeah. <laughs> And that's what's getting painted behind think us. Think greatest so. mural ever. That's <laughs> yeah. all you got to think. Yeah, think that. What um, will epitomise? Maybe yeah. next week, possibly. There's big, big things happening here. Um, but oh, a massive shout-out to all the boys posting their baggy regs in the RLC. It's been yes. fucking awesome to Fuck see. Um, I can't shout everyone out, but William Oakley <laughs> oh. deserves one. Fuck, we laughed at that, mate. So mate, good. That is the epitome of a fucking dead set Reggie. In the Jackie, yeah. And we love it, mate. You just just getting into your work, innit? Yeah. It's getting stuck in. Yeah. And um, another shout out, Grant Smith, the Red Reggie. Oh, mate, doesn't he put the yards in, the Red Reg? Oh, he puts the yards in. <laughs> um, shout out because he's working in fucking Rocky at the moment. And, look, I'm sure there's some other Reggies who live there and work in Rocky, but he isn't from there and he's getting to know the Rocky cunt hole heat. Mm. It's just a cunt Mate. hole in general. And then he's – and how's his post sculling that Carlton Dry Tawley? Yeah. <laughs> Piss poor effort, but, hey, fuck yeah. it. It was <laughs> hard right. earned. Pommy Carl's birthday today. Hey! UK hey. ambassador. Shout Happy out birthday. to Tommy Carl. He sent through the news on the uh, World Club Challenge coming up later. Yep. Um, you're playing – Penrith are playing his Wigan Warriors. Mm. So yeah, I smell right. a little uh, bet coming on there. He maybe. also sent through uh, the – when we're talking about Greg's. Oh, he sent through a Greg's video of him going to get a steak bake, which is a meat pie essentially from mm. Greg's. That We need to post that actually. British it's delicacy. pretty good. He's done yeah. well. You know what I want to know though? What's that, mate? I just thought of this midweek. No, I didn't. Someone wrote <laughs> in about it. <laughs> Someone wrote in about it and reminded me. 
The RRLC and the Reggie's community want to know where is Tom Dahl's Queensland We Get It tattoo? Oh. <laughs> I think I um, said that I wasted that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a while ago. That. Long time ago now. <laughs> yeah. Six months. The Jackson Rush, the originator of the tattoo, yeah. has written in and said, fucking, it's a very. Um, New South Wales thing to do is to say you'll get it and then not. Well, look, I've got hopefully a fair bit of time before I die, and I've uh, me weeks are pretty full, Jacko. I said um, I'd put you on the spot and not tell you that I was going to ask you to. Nah, look, that's fine. Um, I'll get it eventually, mate. Trust me. It took me fucking ten years to get a sleeve finished because I couldn't be fucked. So it'll when I get some time, I'll um, well because I'm going to get a yabby pump tattooed on me. Um, oh, yeah. decided. Before the Yabby pump has a run or? Um, well, oh, yeah, an see, actual pump. Yeah. Not right. The, yeah, right. Not the, the horse. Yeah, the, yeah. the pump just because it fits everything that I've done sort of well, thing. why yeah. don't you get the Queensland cane toad holding a Yabby pump? <laughs> no, I think they're going to be separate tattoos, but um, I definitely will get that tattoo one day, mate. I will. I promise. Okay, what if Queensland lose 3-0 next but year? I'm not, we still get a tattoo. Fucking oath, because we still get Origin. Yeah, yeah we fuck do. It. Just we not because you have to win, man. We just get Origin. That is... But will your spirits be down? Say you got it booked in for July next year and we've just lost. We'd be like, oh, I'll still get it. Yeah, I'll, I'll get the tattoo. Eventually. I have just had an epiphany, actually. Jace. Yep. Didn't we make a bet on whether Geelong would make the top eight? <laughs> I fucking swear we made a bet on whether Geelong would make the top eight. There was nothing at stake. Twenty twenty three season. But I think I said no. They definitely would. Oh, I can't remember what the stakes were. Maybe I've just dreamt that. Someone, messaged, if someone can, I swear we did. Someone For, messaged in and said Jay should bleach his hair, but I was like, fuck that. I've already rang her. That's I already what, have. That's <laughs> horrible. Um. Right. I will. Fuck, how are we going to find said, that? I think free like, free yeah. baggy reg to whoever can find me the episode where well, we I definitely made that remember bet. sitting on this couch saying we will make the eight, like Mark my words. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I swear we made a bet. Yeah. Anyway, please find that and you Stop can have me. a hat. <clears throat> but, yeah, um, I'm not going to give, like, a certain time that I'm going to get the tattoo, but I'll just fucking book in one day and get it. Probably yeah. when we're firing up for Origin next year, to be honest, I'll get an Origin That's fucking tattoo. Right, there you go, Jacko. But, see, the other thing about it is, too, is Origin – oh, this chat about Origin is for future to see if it actually happens, but the whole thing with what if Origin gets fucked over by letting every cunt have a run and I'm off it completely mm. and then have the Origin tattoo. Mm, that is true. That is a discussion for another day. That is because <laughs> I'm going to talk about it for about three hours. Yeah, so, yeah. But I'm just, saying, confirmed. I'm just saying there's a bit around it. I think <clears throat> our mate Jackson's yeah, Jackson. in, in a bit of a rush yeah. for you uh, to get it. Oh, Jesus. Woo! <laughs> um, anyway, oi, we mentioned this last week. The RRLC 18th man. Mm. Um, now, Jace has gone back through and found the best nominees that we're going to discuss this week before choosing a winner next week. So, who was. Uh, did you get that done, mate? No, you nope. fucking didn't. Shock horror. <laughs> Lucky I did it because I knew you'd be far too busy. Um, <laughs> Mate, I just so. spent fucking weekend in Melbourne. <laughs> first up, this was our very first nominee. Just had to do that. <laughs> fucking cop that. Right. <laughs> this was our very just first nominee. This bloke. Um, I fucking don't have his name. <laughs> Nah, Nicholas Stubbs. Stubbsy. Remember, this was our first one. Oh, Stubbs, yeah. Episode 
And I'm just going to tell you the episode. Episode number 29, Nicholas Stubbs. Um, I'm not even going to really go into heaps and heaps of detail on him, but we've got to, you know, yeah. go over a little bit. They are large, large applications, so we'll be here all day. Um, this was the bloke who, at the prime age of 35, weighing in at a dog's eye whiskey-drinking athlete's 135 kilos, decided to head back, have a hit of cricket. He was a bit of a gun in his day. Um, I think he said, the funniest game comes to mind, true Reggie style, nailed a dozen stubbies of JD. He sent a photo of him holding a JD stubby too. Before I went out to bat, we're in strife. Rolled out, started belting boundaries like we had 19 wickets in hand when we had three. Come in at drinks. I was on around 50 or 60, needed 30 runs to win the game. Drilled three stubbies, went back, belted the runs in three overs, ended up 83 not out. There was uh, more stubbies on the ground than he ran singles, he reckons. <laughs> That's just beautiful. Wow. Um, so that was stubsy. And then we had uh, Brett Campbell. Was episode number 30. His was short and sharp, and he is best known for marrying the canteen lady. Oh, oh doesn't that just that. stick yeah. with you? <laughs> doesn't it? Marrying the canteen lady. Really, that's just really sticks with you. Potatoes, fucking scallops for life. Chicken yep. salt out the wazoo. It's smart. <laughs> um, and then in episode number 32, this was Keto's episode, remember? Mm. We had. And look, this is my personal favourite. And if I was running a bookies, it'd open up at a dollar fifty favourite. Um, Scaly Graham, old oh, mate's written in, written in about his dad. Um, got the nickname by biting a snake in half and throwing it at someone. Um, he played Q- QRL, <laughs> coached for years, played under two different names so he could play for two teams, <laughs> kicked a conversion from sixty out, possibly. Mayonnaise on that. <laughs> um, the off-field gets admitted to hospital for gout. Um, go back and listen to episode 32. That was Keto's episode. Listen to the yarn on Scaly Graham as well. And then the last one was another old fella that was um, nominated by his son. Uh, he was His name's also Graham, a.k.a. Rocky or The Rock. He was in episode number 34. Head back, have a look at them. Start at 29, 30, 32, and 34, and then we will um, – I'll put something in the RLC. A bit like, of a poll or something like yeah, that. Yeah, a bit of a poll. Play. And your, your opinion will be taken into account. Well, that's right. It'll be up to you guys to – Well, their opinion will be taken. No, nah, I'm joking. Yeah. It'll be up to you. <laughs> but so if you want to vote on that and be involved, that's another plug of it um, as well that we probably haven't said for a while is that if you want to be involved with the community, share the shit, see all the legends that are posting their stuff or sporting events or on the piss, go and join the RRLC. It's a uh, Facebook group, the Reggie's Rugby League Club. You'll have to answer a couple of questions that only Reggie's know, so if you don't get them right, you're a fucking ogre. So many people get them wrong, too. Oh, it's wild. So many. I don't know. Sometimes you see blokes who are unsure and they just do, like, both. All and four they'll, they'll be like, oh, lavender and, like, success for the DP <laughs> question. And I'm like, well, yeah. I'm right. Yeah. But then someone just answers wrong for both. Yeah. Who the fuck, like... I think they might be, here, like... But 
Who the fuck yeah. wants to run laps after training or after a game? <laughs> yeah, you think that one would be oh, pretty simple. That one is so obvious. A couple of very simple questions. Super simple. Um, you don't even have to be a Reggie. Like, why would you just want to run laps in I the first think, place? I think, yeah. Go get involved with it anyway, team. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a good community. That yeah. It's been going off. The Red Reg is on fucking fire. Yeah. Um, You're not really a part everyone, of the RLC if you don't have one of these, but as well. The, true. Everyone's been on fire with the Regs, posting the Regs and... The standard squeezes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone's been posting their squeezes and in one there. How accidentally that? ordered fucking the whole set and <laughs> yeah. now he's got like 10 squeeze bottles. Yeah, but he would have got them fuck, for fuck all. Yeah, Black Friday sales. Yeah. He'd be stupid not to buy them. Anyway. It was unreal. Anyway, that we'll um, draw, not draw the winner. We'll fucking announce the winner, I suppose, next on next yeah. week's show. Oh, yeah. Off the back of that too with the community and everything, just want to say a huge thanks to everyone who bought tickets for the fight night to come watch mm. us. Yeah. That thing sold out at the convention centre in like 12 hours or under and that's fucking unheard of. It's Wild. fucking crazy. Yeah. So thanks for everyone who was involved in that. It's going to be a fucking epic event and we're keen you as worth, to sure. throw hands for you. <laughs> Entertain. Yeah. Just uh, quickly before we rip into the sport, I'm just going to do this before the sports section because this bloke almost deserves to be immediately put into the RLC. Yes, God. Um, Valence Tafare oh. has been stood down by the Dolphins over fitness issues because he's come back and is too fat, basically. <laughs> mm. He's just not fit enough. He hasn't done any work since the season finished and they've stood him down for fitness uh, issues. Apparently he's going to a one-on-one army camp sort of style thing to get for his last crack at um, doing it. Yeah. Wayne told him to lose 10 kegs in two weeks. See, you can two take... Two weeks? The two, it was some ridiculous short amount of time where I was like, starve yourself and run all fucking See, boys, day. see? You can take the boy <laughs> out of the Reggie's, but you can't take the Reggie's <laughs> out of the boy. And he's actually fucking quick as Bro, well. he's so good. Yeah. yeah. But he's just... Now we know why he kept getting dropped and not playing. Do you know who we he reminds me of a little Wayne, bit? Is like Dave Taylor, where oh, he's yeah. just this big unit oh, man. that doesn't really... He's not like he's a a nerd of rugby league. He's just a naturally yeah, gifted fun, motherfucker. Yeah. And yep. he's great at what he does, but he's like fucking love dog's eyes. You know, <laughs> Doesn't in, he? In and obviously just not training. Yeah, it, just, he could eat whatever he wanted. If he just trained every day, yeah. he'd be right. Do you but know what yeah. he is? He's a Reggie. He's a fucking Reggie. See all the NRL players <laughs> posting like they'll be doing like some sort of off-season sport, keep their fitness up or their running. Going to the gym or something. Going to the gym, yeah, in their own time. He'd just be sat up on the couch. Oh, perched. <laughs> in the He's air a sniffer captain of the week for me. He'd be. <laughs> <is>. yeah. <laughs> Look, perched mate, if up. you don't have a spot in the Dolphins, just come join us at the RLC. Yeah, fucking nice. We've got an absolute squad yeah. <laughs> for you to join. Just uh, up your alley. Yeah. <laughs> There's not much fucking training that goes on anyway (laughs) maybe a team run before the grand final (laughs) yeah this is a great game yes 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 let's rip into some sport we're Mm. gonna save mitchell johnson's little media stunt until after we talk about some actual sport yep because i hate when that happens you end up talking about what some journo has said rather than sport itself so um, like I said last week, for all you smart pricks who messaged in, India won the uh, T20 International Series 4-1. I might have said 2-1. 
because there was yeah. two games to go, but they won 4-1. So, uh, look, that fifth game, we sort of had it won, for fuck's sake. I mean, three for 102 with 40 balls to mm. go, and we needed 160, I think. Oh. Um, probably should have won that, but who cares? It was the most pathetic bullshit series. An absolute joke to have it straight after the World Cup final, mm. have a five-match T20 International Series that I think three pe- – there was a maximum of three World Cup players in each game. You know? yeah, really no one gave like, a fuck. No fans really didn't give a fuck. I think the only people that cared were the salty Indian fans because yeah. they lost the World Did Cup. Did you see the so thing they hung that on they to put it, up? Yeah, they hung on to it saying like, oh, we're the champions. There was now. a big thing saying champions when they won the – it is literally T20 series. Champions are fucking no yeah, fuck different all. formats, but that does just not matter. Nah. India win every series and tour they play, but they cannot win tournaments. Yeah, how's um <clears throat> Travi head that? Top he head. flew home like after that fifth game. The Test summer starts in eight days. He just loves cricket, and I'm just does. going holy. Loves cricket. And he's going to be expected to make runs too. And he and will. will. <laughs> I reckon he Head will have a great summer. I think all the batsmen will. Yeah. That bowling <laughs> yeah, attack yeah. coming is shit. Punter yeah. was not wrong. He said last time Pakistan came out, it was the worst It was bad, attack. yeah. And then now he said, I take back my words, this is the worst. Really? Yep. Wow. And that was when triple centuries, double centuries. Well, Warner, were yeah, made. got that record at- the oh, Hunter normally me. has pretty fair takes. So Hunter is like he's just he's, yeah. He predicts the future. That can everything. Every time he says something, I'm like yeah. He's so fucking, well spoken as well because he is such a good was such a good captain. He just saw the game differently. He does it in the commentary box yeah. all the fucking time. So uh, Floyd, it's like it just it's so like he's it just great. comes to him it's naturally. Great. I know, wish he was on bloody Fox Cricket. Do you know how there's those commentators that just annoy you? And you're like, shut up, cunt. If anyone thinks like that about Punner, you're a wanker. Oh, Kevin Pearson. I can't stand Kevin Pearson. But how about Punner putting him in his place like a couple oh, of yeah. times? Yeah. Like, that's what I mean. Yeah. Tweet about the Ashes and he said, yeah, well, we won, so. But like yeah, everything over. Punner says in those things as well, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, so yeah. fucking shit out. Because who's going to knock him? It's fucking Ricky Ponting. You know, one, now that we've just brought that up, one commentator that used to shit me, and I'm so glad we don't have to hear him anymore, was Mark Nicholas. Oh. Yeah, fuck, I hated him, mate. <laughs> he just was, used yeah. too many adjectives. When he was describing a simple cover drive that went for four, he would just use he too many describing words and it pissed me off. possible. Yeah. <laughs> and he was a fucking pom from South Africa. <laughs> yeah, they all are. Yeah. Andrew Strauss, <clears throat> Kevin Peterson. Yeah. Your greatest aren't even yours. <laughs> <laughs> they have really just got fuck all. No, the no, palms. <laughs> we always find ourselves come, no matter what cricket chat it is, we find ourselves back at the palms. Um, look, the test summer. Did you see the Aussie squad? I did. I think. The wild, I, did, I didn't. No man. surprises at all. Lance Morris will be around the team again. And he'll um, play, I reckon. Wild thing 2.0. I think the only yeah. selection debate in the first test for me is whether to play Cam Green or Mitch Marsh to bat at six. Mm. The bowling attack. Should and will be, if everyone's fit, Stark, Cummins, Hazelwood, Lyon, and then the batting lineup will be Warner, Kawaja, uh, Labashane, Smith, Head, and then um, Buck, that fires me up, that it's top five, <laughs> and that bowling attack. Um, Carey will wicket keep, although I think his spot is, you know, it's a little bit under threat. 
just with um how Inglis is playing yeah. so well in the shorter formats. But um yeah, Green or Marsh, I think it's probably got to be Marsh on form. But then we need to keep Blood and longevity. Green in the longevity of and Green. They're both Western Australian. Mm. So I think like we're in a... playing in Perth, and that is their conditions. Mm. I think regardless who you pick, they'll kill it. But Look, I think, yeah, form-wise, you've got to take Marshy. My opinion on it is if it was like India or the Poms, you'd probably go Marsh because it's about like needing form. that yeah. form yep. player. But I think because we're up against Pakistan, which, look, we're not going to take things lightly, but you can assume that we're going to pound the cunts into the core <laughs> of the earth. So because of that, I think you're better off going with Cameron Green to keep that young fella in there if they see him as a future of the game. Which they 100% they've thrown their eggs at him. Yeah. Like put them all in the basket with so him. This is the sort of series you give him that. Oh, I'd love to see him play. From think, game one too. Don't yeah. give Marsh one and then if no. he plays bad because then Green's going, oh, okay, well, they didn't want to pick me and now they do. Yeah. I think that's what they'll do though. I think they'll bring him in for like the West Indies games. Marsh. Green. Green, yeah. You reckon they'll pick Marsh? I think they'll pick Marsh. Mm. I think the I have World, a feeling World they Cup will too, and but. the Ashes, you can't, like, I get you want to bleed Cam Green in and all that. This is the perfect time to probably do it, but you just can't drop Marsh at the moment. Mm. You, I think how he's. How old um, is the Bison? The Bison's like 32, I think. Yeah, he's getting towards the back end. But he is just such a fucking good bloke to have around the team. And yeah. I just feel so yeah. sorry for the poor cunt of how he was treated when he first come in because, fuck, man, you see all these – you watch the test and yeah. all that and you see what an absolute character he is. He mm. is just the, the absolute days. life of the team. Yeah. Mate, hearing him talk about crying at the top of it, like oh. having a shed and a tear at the top of his run-up, getting booed. Playing for his country, it just at the G too. But like, for him to still want to pull on the baggy green and, and come he's out just and do what he's done. He won us a fucking T Twenty World Cup, yeah, mm. and then he's absolutely played the house down in the ODI World Cup. I so won't be blown up. I won't be sure. blown up either way. Whoever they pick, but I yeah. think I think I would pick Green purely for that reason. But if they pick March, you understand hundred percent why. Yeah, mm. for sure. I it's think a great headache will. to have. Mm. In the last few years, we've had a lot of good headaches in this Australian squad. Yeah. Fucking oath we have. Right. Now we got that out of the way. Mitchell Johnson. Absolutely going whack to uh, Davey Warner. Did not hold back. No, he didn't. Do you want to read it out for anyone living under a huge rock? It was on (laughs) on a newspaper column. So he had time to think and, like, write it on paper, which... I wonder how he would have went on air or on radio or something, you know, if he had a good ass to say something about it. I always take it with a pinch of salt when they've got fucking a week to write this article yeah. and they can, you know, can proofread it and all that and they make it sound prime and you're just like, mm, can you really articulate your words that well? <laughs> but anyway, he's um, this is the gist of it. What's he say? It's been five years and David Warner has still never really owned the ball tampering scandal. Now, the way he's going out is underpinned by more of the same arrogance and disrespect to our country. As we prepare for David Warner's farewell series, can somebody please tell me why? Why a struggling test opener gets to nominate his own retirement date and why a player at the centre of one of Australia's biggest scandals in Australian cricket history warrants a hero's send-off. So, he didn't hold back. No, he's, the, that part about where it says, now the way he's going out is underpinned by more of the same arrogance and disrespect to our country, that would fucking hurt. 
yeah. reading that, that about is yourself. A stab, like as like a true blue Aussie, you go, oh, that hurt. Coming from a fellow countryman <laughs> yeah. who has represented, the you've played with, with you, yeah, yeah. Years. You've won Ashes series with. You've won a World Cup with. Yeah, you know, it's fucking dominated wild. Ashes I, series. I think that obviously there's a few valid points there, like from an arguments perspective for both sides. Um, the biggest thing that I think is shit is that I would expect that from a POM. Talking about the POMs. Talking, yeah. like, talking about Aussies to try and infiltrate the Aussie camp and cause a drama. Coming from an, an, uh, an ex-player for Australia this close to the summer where we're about to start playing, I think that's a bit of a dog act um, to potentially cause that drama inside of the camp from one of us. Yeah, Like definitely. he's probably got shit on his liver. He might have been treated poorly and he's thinking, why the fuck didn't I get that sort of thing when I, when I finish? But mm. I just think it's pretty piss poor to potentially cause a ruckus in the camp from one of our own. Right yeah. now. Right now. Definitely. We probably out. had that written for a while. Yeah. It's... Something is either tr- really trying hard to make himself known in the oh, 100%. Like, media or he's something, yeah, like you've said, something's fucking happened because apparently he's burnt bridges with all those players. Well, he's running a top knot now, so that adds to it. <laughs> he has a, I think he was supposed to be on Triple M commentary okay. and they've, he's not. Yeah, they've, right. they've announced that he's not. Um, he's got we... the newspaper column. He's got the Mitchell Johnson cricket show. Like, I don't know. Is it a little bit a of a media on, stunt? Um, what do you call it? He was commentating for Channel 10, I think, for the Big Bash. Oh, yeah. He's not anymore, so yeah, not been that good. Because, like, know you know, you, obviously the, the sandpaper scandal, that was fucking shit when yeah. that happened, yeah. right? Yeah. And we all agree it was shit. Fucking that is against who we are. Shouldn't happen, that sort of thing. You know, I'm still a firm believer that the three that took the blame were the four guys for the whole fucking organisation knowing whole, about it. Yeah. <laughs> so The whole 11 and higher up knew what the fuck was yeah. going on. So they're the four guys. Let's not get too hung up on that. I think it's mm. just because leading up to that, the aggressiveness and the arrogance of the, the whole team was all coming from the culture that Warner was sort of mm. head yeah. of. We so, just won an Ashes series at home and, as well. But we it, it, even like tough. the on-field, it was proper aggressive. And I loved it. Yeah. I wish we That's could go back. I fucking about. hate how we play now, but yeah. we still win. So Yeah. <laughs> I, sp- I suppose what I'm trying to say is like there's some points in there that you go, look, I understand mm. where you're coming from, but it, my biggest thing is don't fucking cause a shit show in our own country That's team right. when you're yeah. an ex-fucking player and you should be on their side. You could personally have that vendetta against Warner – or the coaching staff or whatever, but don't fucking turn any other cunt against the team just this close to just the Just before the yeah. summer, yeah. I think the only part that I see and agree with it is no matter who the fuck you are, even if you were the late, great Shane Warne or you're Steve Smith and you're going, you don't nominate before a se- series even starts. He fucking said it a year ago. A year ago, yeah, that's the biggest thing. Like, yep, he deserves a send-off. I think he definitely does. 25, like, test centuries Mm. Over 8,000 runs. He's probably our most prolific opener since Hayden and Langer. But no matter how good you are, you don't fucking announce a retirement till the squad has been announced for that match mm. a few days mm. before. You set up a press conference, you go, I oh, will be retiring after this match. The yeah. greatest have done that. That's how you do it. You say, yeah, I agree well, with if that. I was lucky enough, I would be out. I'd love to retire at this time. Not yeah. I'm going to. Well, that's what our greatest cricketers ever have done. Yeah. Like. Warren and McGrath, as soon as we won the Ashes in 2006, 2007, that's what they, after we lost them, 
they said we're not retiring until we win them back. And then we won them back in 2006, 2007. As soon as we won in Perth, they both said, that's it for us. We're going to retire at the end of the series. Yeah. Mm. And we won 5 0. Yeah. <laughs> there's been that much discussion about Warner should be dropped in the last couple of years, blah, 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 mm. anyway. So, like. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. think he warrants a send off, but you can't go out and announce well, that, before yeah, a series. Starts. Not 12 months out. No, no way. <laughs> That's so I see Johnson's point, but Johnson has just gone, I'm going to come. He's coming aggressive because he wants the. Heck yeah. You're fucking spot on there. How can you nominate before <clears throat> an away Ashes series in England where you've never made any runs? Yep. Stuart you Broad go, has had your fucking. After number. that, I'm going to go back home and play yeah. three tests and then retire. What I, what I don't <laughs> get, do these cunts not have a conscience? Who? Like, what do you mean? Mitch Johnson. Like, oh. does he not have a. How could he write that and then, like, he must be dirty because imagine bumping well, into him down the shops and being like, hey, Davey. He, um, he's I come can't. out and replied to obviously everyone's on this. Yeah. And he's, um, he said he got a message from Warner in April, and uh, this is a quote. He said, from the message I got in April, I think it was around the time that Candace had said her bit on the back page about their not being open as good enough to take the position off David. I responded to that, and then I got a message from Dave, which was quite personal. Some of the stuff that was said, I won't say it because I think that's up to Dave if he wants to talk about it, but there was some stuff in there that was extremely disappointing and pretty bad, to be honest. Yeah, right. But that was a text. <laughs> mm. Fucking hell. So it's it yeah, it's it's, con- it's, it's contrary a bit of a, because Jono could not take criticism when yeah. he was a bowler. He could not fucking take it. And he was dropped. And he copped a lot he of it. He got dropped from the squad before he got taken back in. Mm. Mm. But he did shit timing. Very but shit timing. Done on purpose. Yeah, that's done. what I mean. Absolutely that's done my on purpose. biggest What you've it. said there about the Poms and how you expect them to say that about us. This is a POM thing to do where they turn on each other. Yeah. And they turn on That's their own. That's what it shits me. We give the POM so much shit and here we are doing that. And I'm like, Same fuck thing. off, you cunts. It's making us harder to give the POM shit. <laughs> I think it'll add, like, a bit of fuel, a bit of fire yeah. in his belly. Well, we said a week or two ago that we thinking Davey's going to yeah, have a good summer. it would be such mm. a David Warner thing to do. Especially with that bowling attack that Pakistan yeah, I think everyone over. will get a century. Surely. <laughs> <laughs> at least that, yeah, imagine every single player gets, or batting-wise gets a century at least. Most ideal time for Green and Kerry to, you know, stamp their authority yeah. in the test team is this summer. Yep. If they don't make runs this summer, oof, look out. Yeah, if you can't make runs, you're in strife. Bottom line is, Jono and Warner need to sort their shit out, mm. get in the ring or something, <laughs> put mm. the gloves on, sort it out like men and fucking move on. If you came for a stink, boys, reach out. Might be able to slip yours in in April. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What is your bold prediction for Warner's replacement? Oh, what man. What do? Have not looked <clears throat> deep enough into it. I think um, 
there's been a couple of articles on Renshaw and he's saying he's ready, he's ready, he's mm. ready. So he's obviously an option. There's got to be a young – what's Pukowski doing? Is he playing cricket yet? back playing, but he's one concussion away yeah. from an early retirement. Can we I just think. get him a fucking supersized helmet? Mm. But the, it's still – it'll hit the helmet and it's just knocked you Yeah. Yeah, but what – I think there's a young WA – Oh, someone wrote in telling me about him. I just haven't quite had the time, sir, to... Marvis uh, come out and said that... Oh, he, I don't think he come out and said it to someone else. He doesn't he, want to he open. He doesn't want to open. Nah. But, like... I don't want him to either. Well, when you think about it, how many times has Warner or Kawaja been out yeah, for one I or know. two? Like, if something works, don't drop, fucking... If something works, don't try and fix it. Like, don't change leave what them. is working. Yeah. Leave Labashay and Smith where they are. Kawaja's yeah. the same age as Warner, though, so, like, he hasn't got long left either. They're yeah, both true. Like 36, 37. So when one goes, they'll probably both. Mm. So we, like, Kawaja's just playing a lot better. A lot, a lot so, better. He's, he like, is, he's, he's probably not like, thinking. Yeah, he's playing like he's 29 years Remember old. Remember he, yeah, so he's missed all them years and now yeah, he's peaking. He's some, so he wants to stay around. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's a good question though. Definitely a... Um, yeah, well, once we can do a bit of research while the summer's happening, I think it's a good you know who will. You know who will. If we got any of that wrong, <laughs> Luke Smith will message in and tell us. If any of those facts that we just uh, said were wrong, which yeah. they weren't. And, Luke, you'll also send me a voice message as soon as you uh, listen to this telling me who you think will take Warner's spot. Well, that's good. Yeah, Guaranteed. That is good. Get that's Luke's, what, Luke's bold prediction. That's what yeah. he'll do. I think Renshaw's the obvious choice, but I think there'll be something Travis yeah. could open for fuck's sake. True. On oh, nah, Luke, he sent me a voice recording. He must drive a lot. Mm. sent me a voice recording straight after last week's and I did not even hit play on it and replied to him and I said, I know what this is, cunt. Yes, I realise the Australia-India T20 series is not over yet. <laughs> I've already been notified. <laughs> what did he say? Did you listen that? to it after? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. But anyway, um, I love it. I love how he um, fills me in on what we've fucking missed out on. Fucking right. That's, That's great. It's all what about. we want. It's the listener's job. Now... The SCG pitch, boys, for a Sheffield Shield game last week between the Blues and the Tigers, New South Wales and Tassie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the game ended last Thursday as our episode dropped. And there was just it was just a normal game after the first two days, nothing to really report. New South Wales made 220-odd in their first innings. Um, Tassie were 6 for 166 at the end of the second day in their first innings. In reply, started day three. Tassie, six for 166 in their first innings. End up being bowled out for 200. So New South Wales have got a 20-run lead. New South Wales go into bat for the second time. We're going okay, three for 100. Then lost seven for 19 in an all-time collapse. What? So Tassie has set 143 to win and two and a half days to get them. Got skittled for 68 in 23 overs and New South Wales won. All in one day that happened. Holy shit. 24 wickets in 63 overs. Holy fuck. That's insane. (laughs) That'd be a smick game to be watching. So would have been nice to watch as a fan and obviously being a bowler, bowling Mm. on that wicket, but... Absolutely atrocious pitch, they reckon. What did it just absolutely just seamed everywhere? Bounce, seam, uneven bounce, cracks. Oh. Uh, don't know if it was cracks or if it was green. 
So tracks that is, that, is that one where, as everyone leaves, the top dog grabs the groundsman like a dog that's just chewed your favourite fucking thing <laughs> and just drag it out into the middle and being like, yeah. like dragging his head down at the crack, like you with barbs when he's, you wield the poly. The when he poly. loses a bet. What did you wield the poly? So you reckon that's what happens in that situation, like the groundsman just gets wielded? Uh, I think halfway through day three, the groundsman would have been going on. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, we're in trouble. Um, Tim Payne come out and said that was rubbish. There's no way that that pitch is a Sheffield Shield standard. Yep. Um, he is Tasmanian and not a bowler, though, so mm. <laughs> possibly biased because mm. Tassie lost the game. <laughs> Very. Uh, the bowlers would have fucking loved it though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a seven anything in there and it would have got a wicket. <laughs> who got the did you have anything about like who got the best figures? Well, there was the, a seven far. Yeah. So when the most runs were made, which was New South Wales first innings, there was a seven far in that innings. Who was it? Oh, I fucking can't remember. Not, no but there was bowling. I think in the last um innings, so when New <laughs> South Wales were bowling um to Tassie and they rolled them for 68, there was 23 overs and it was just Jackson Bird and whoever the other opener was just bowled. Yeah. And there was two overs or one over from um, Nathan Lyon. That was it. <laughs> Gas. Yeah, well, they would have saw what was happening and just said, boys, keep oh. fucking, keep trucking. Fucking yeah, Lawrence Neil Smith. Yeah, that's who took the seven for. Seven trucking eight over 20 overs. Fuck me. Not a bad effort, eh? seven, eight economy with seven wickets. Is so, yeah, Gaz is bowled. How's <laughs> this? Gaz has bowled two overs, none for 12. And then, yeah, Jackson Bird and Chris Tremaine bowled the other 20. And Chris Tremaine took six for 30. And Jackson Bird took four for 22. Wow. <laughs> 68 just skittled. Mm. The last six scores, uh, five, four, one, duck, one, zero. How were they? That's were most wild. of them like just catches or fucking Yeah, of- we've got caught, bowled. Caught, bold, bold, LBW, LBW, bold, bold. Yeah, yeah, right. So a lot of just missing the fucking ball completely, yeah. yeah. So pick your fucking act up, SCG, because we can't have big Davey Warner no, yeah, going least, out and retiring on that shit. At least wake right. up call now. I reckon he'd still be limping from the ring kicking he would have got. Yeah. <laughs> Who, the groundsman or, yeah, yeah. or Warner nah. from Johnson? Oh, well, the groundsman. <laughs> oh, hopefully, um, well, Timmy Payne, he tried to wield the polly. Mm. <laughs> um, World Wielding Club Challenge. The polly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can um, incorporate that into our standard squeeze, squeeze of the week segment. Yeah, wield the polly. the polly for the standard squeeze. Yeah, who are we wielding the polly on this week? <laughs> Yeah, that sounds good. We'll do that. Um, World Club Challenge, set four, 24th of February in Wigan. Um, the Broncos taking, uh, I mean, sorry, Penrith taking on the Wigan Warriors, who I'm now a massive fan of, by the way, fully-fledged member and been supporting them for years, if anyone asks. Um, <laughs> Off the back of their grand final. Look, Pommy Carl's team, so I can surely a bet coming on between Tom and Pommy Carl. Um does the full squad go over? Like, should the full squad for Penrith go over, barring any injuries? Does Cleary go because he missed all the international games because he hurt himself? So do you take him over or do you just rest him? Well, do we want to make it an interesting game or do we yeah. just want to blow him out of the water? 
<laughs> well, I'm pretty sure you lost the club challenge last year. And it was here. Sorry, this year. It yeah, was in Australia, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so do we want to smash them or do we want to just <laughs> keep it interesting? That's what. Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, if we want to keep it interesting, we'd just probably send um, send the Reggies over. But <laughs> if we're going to win, you'd, yeah, obviously play everyone. Look, listen to I don't it. think. <laughs> yeah, just trouting. <laughs> I don't think everyone will play, man. <laughs> I don't, nah. I don't like. I just think in my head, I'm going. He missed. He would have loved to have played for Australia mm. at the back end of the year, mm. um, but he couldn't. Did he have a surgery or anything? Or yeah, he, he just, had surgery. Yeah, so he's had surgery. He's missed a bit of preseason because of rehab, probably. Just fucking yeah, leave I'll him probably, here. Sure. They might use it like a tune-up game, like reckon, longest yard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, to the trout. Like you know what I mean. It might be something like that. Um, I think uh, they'll take him over. Well, what sort It'll of be bet are we thinking between me and the pond? Oh, he'll fucking <clears throat> surely he'll come up. Yous will come up with that. Be something absolutely fucking ridiculous. Or <laughs> fly over to England. Yeah. <laughs> but no, look, I'll have something on with the big fella. Yeah, fucking oath. We'll do something. He's a proud Warriors man. Mm. Um, yeah. Look, I can't say that I'm gonna. I'm probably not going to get up at 4 a.m. to watch it. Me neither. No. But, oh, you grub. <laughs> Actually, well, I might be up, depending on how the how old tin lids are going that night, so I'll see how we go. Oh, yeah, that's right. you got a bit on. Um, now, the this would be – actually, I'm not a bad runner, so I wouldn't hate it that much, but they had 2K time trial week in the mm-hmm. AFL preseason. Lots, yep. of, lots of clubs – did their two K time trial and gee, there looked like some boys that were hurting oh, at the end imagine. of it, man. Fucking, that's when you find out who went and just flogged their rig in a pub, all fucking after like the season's finished, and yeah. who sort of, you know, had a good time but kept themselves reasonably in shape. Who went on holiday but still found a gym? Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember. Um, there was a couple of clubs where they had like the repeat winners. So like they yep. win it, win it most years, sort of thing, and yeah, you just get those blokes that are, they're just good at either regulating their speed and stuff, and they can just run that two k at the same speed or mentally tough or whatever. Yeah. But you'll still get players that finish fifteenth, and they will run their rings out on game day oh, and yeah. get thirty five touches and kick two goals and be an absolute bull. But they will just never win the two K time trial. But you also get cunts like, for example, we've mentioned him before, local dead set Reggie, like James Radloff, right? Who (laughs) absolute piss drinking, dart smoking (laughs) Reggie with six dislocated fingers that point sideways, and he'll rock up fresh off a bender and just cane every cunt in the fitness. (laughs) Like those people exist. Yeah, you know. So there's those sort of lads, but. 99% 99% of us, you can tell if someone's been playing. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I'll um, never forget, went back when I was rowing surf boats. I, it was right at the start of our apprenticeships and mine, all, I remember all yours at the port started at the end of January. It was like the 30th of January. QAL started on the 16th of January, two weeks earlier. And every year we used to go and do a Sydney carnival stay there for a week and train and then go to New Zealand and row over there in, like, massive surf at Piha. I couldn't go. It was a start of my apprenticeship. I couldn't fucking do it. Yeah. So they got one of the other boys to row in my position, went down, had two weeks, best fucking two weeks. I did nothing. 
like no yeah. training at all, ate like shit for two weeks, just crying basically because I couldn't go. Mm, <laughs> Having a big old sook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I've got back, first training session back, we went to that hill, that massive hill beside um my place, beside Bowie's. Mm. You know that big Yeah. Oh. Oh. And we did hill sprints and I threw my hole up. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all getting just into me, man. You fucking did nothing while we're away. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was, there's just some blokes who just are the complete. They'll do that for six months and come back and mm. still be a freak. Yeah. I hated Jimmy it. Radler. <clears throat> yeah. like, I hated example. going to fucking training in preseason and I just spent the school holidays parked up on me ass eating dogs eyes watching the cricket. <laughs> and there'd just be that one bloke that no matter what he did, he would just still be the fastest leading the laps. And there's yep. your Reggie. And it's and not balanced to far day, that's yeah. for sure. <laughs> so that's what we mean, though. There's multiple different sorts of Reggies. Oh, I've fucking we're, start, we're starting to really get it, though, here. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, there, we've, yeah. Any, like, notable times in that time trial? Oh, uh, no. Nah, look, I didn't go too far into it. You'd need yeah. to know what nah. you're talking about and know how fast is fast, though, for that. Mm. Like, you're just saying if I saw someone hard. run it in, like, six, seven minutes or so, I'd be pretty impressed. I reckon there'd be some beating that. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, I wouldn't even have any over. idea what it'd be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Quickly on the AFL, not sure if we talked about how much of a fucking fuck-up their um, season, what's called, fixture. Oh, what have they... The so, season opener. How's this? Every year for the last five, maybe six years, the season opener has been Richmond versus Carlton at the G on a Thursday or a Friday night. They yep. get 90,000 there. It's a great fucking spectacle. This year, wait, you're going to fucking love this. And it triggered me last night because someone um, <laughs> messaged in and said, he's an Essendon supporter. He said, can't wait for round one because we're playing, Hawthorne are playing Essendon. And I said... Oh, do you mean round one that's actually round two, but is actually still round one because opening round is not round one, it's opening round. They've called, they're playing four games on the first weekend of the season and they're calling it opening round. So there's like, what's that? 14 teams have a, oh no, sorry, 10 teams have a bye in the first week (laughs) and four games are getting played in opening round and then... All 16 teams play and it's fucking 18 teams play and it's round one the next weekend. It just makes no sense. <laughs> what the fuck? The new C- – so there's a swap over of CEOs. Gil McLaughlin's gone, yeah, new CEO's yeah, in, right. and his first act is completely fucking up. The Tradition. F- the, Tradition yeah. and like we've said many times in the show, don't fix something if it's not broken. How can you have opening round – and then round one. Just overcomplicating <laughs> shit. And I, old mate made a good point, um, Craig, who texted me or messaged in last night, and he said it's because of the Vegas thing, the NRL. Oh, They're trying, trying to, like, to compete. compete and do something different. And it's They're just not like, stupid cunts. Viewership-wise, that's not going to increase <laughs> anything. Like, people going to a game, like you said, you get 90,000 at the opener with Carlton. Yeah, it's Richmond. a great spectacle. And yeah. it was a bit shit there when um, Richmond were red hot for those three or four years. Yeah. They'd just pump them. Pump Carlton, Carlton every them, week. Yeah. But Carlton's very competitive now. Yeah, you know, they absolutely. won last year. Oh, it was a draw, draw last this year. year. Everyone else the year before they won. Everyone else on the board, right, our mates steamed in and they all want to keep, <laughs> keep their jobs. 
Surely they must have all just went, fuck, we're going to have to agree to everything this cunt says here. Otherwise, yeah. we're fucked. Because if someone said that to me, who it's been running fine, yeah, boys, we're going to have open and round, right? Heaps of cunts are going to have a buy, and then we'll have round one. You would have said, that's the shittest idea I've ever yeah. heard. <laughs> but they would have went, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fucking ripper, son. Run it. Run it, bud. That's, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> No way, man. That is the stupidest thing. Like, oh, yeah. I knew you'd love that. just doesn't make sense. So I this all happened a few yeah. weeks ago, but we've just oh. had that much fucking going on. Oh, just Pre-season tournaments make sense. Mm. Like, just do trials and yeah, shit and exactly. then start round one. No, no, we have opening nah. round and then round one. Yeah, yeah. Do they count as competition points? <laughs> yes. Well, for fuck's sake. You're going to have closing round, round two or the grand final? So, so it, it all what, works in the middle of the year. The teams that played in that opening round, they just won't have a, as many no, buys in the middle buy, of the year. Yeah. yeah, it's all fucked up. That's so weird. Where's Gil? Bring him back. <laughs> um, just before we skip from the AFL, Grace, we actually got an email. Um, Ooh, very an email. Recently, actually, yeah. It's a bit, um, bit, bit of analogue about an email message. I love there. a good email. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, from Sean Burke, and he said, hey, boys, love the podcast. He's got a question for G1G, as it's his show, of course. Yeah, yeah. So, Fucking knows it is, actually. Yeah, star boy, Buddy Franklin. He wants to know if the AFL gave him a statue. I think I know your answer, but where would you put it? The MCG or the SCG? Where did he do his best work? Mm, he won two premierships at Hawthorne and it's, he lost four grand finals at Sydney. Nah, three. Sorry. Yep. So oh, he, he kicked that. He kicked the best years. goal ever down the sideline there at the G. He kicked that miraculous goal from halfway at the G against Collingwood. He kicked a few good ones at the SCG too, but and he did kick his thousandth. But he also That's, kicked. <clears throat> that was point. huge, yeah. Kicked that was one. Surely that would be a milestone statue worthy fucking thing. Though. One thousand goals, yeah. You're right. But, but he also kicked mm, his last play to kick a hundred in a season. Kicked a hundred and he kicked his hundredths for the season. Um I think, at the G. I look at it. Are they gonna build one or is this No, I think this, this is, is just his own personal like, right. question. Because well, I think <laughs> it makes sense for the G, yes, but I don't he's one of the greatest full forwards of all time, don't get me wrong. But I don't think you can have him in company around the G with those statues like you do with like Ron Barassi and Shane Warne and that. Because mm. they play cricket yeah, there as well. There's other deserved people who should have a statue at the G before Buddy does. Who do you think would should get a statue at the G before Buddy does? Well, obvious choice, someone like Gary Abler, but you kind of give him <laughs> one a kid in you because he's not actually Melbourne. Yeah, fuck off to Geelong with your statue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now I see what I you're know. saying. I just think... He good question, though, did what he did in an era where the power forward and stuff is definitely fading away. Yeah. Do they have so. immortals in the AFL like they do with NRL? Uh, no. Nah, what is it? A Hall got, of Fame um, or something? Yeah, there's a Hall of Fame, yeah. but it's pretty easy to get into the Hall of Fame. Okay. It's a bit like, um, what have they got in the league? You've got immortals, but then you've got something else where it's a bit easier to get in, really easy to get into that. Okay. Yeah, not, I'm not sure 100%. what the AFL one's called for the the out and out. Yeah, I can't remember. The, the version of Immortal. Mm. No, can't I remember exactly what it's called, something. but they are pretty sure they do have something. I just thought they would be in that. They much do. Of yeah, a, they yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. Luke, Luke Smith will be all if over that If you give Buddy <laughs> yeah. a statue at the G, you're giving Tony Lockett one as well. 
Ah, f- well, because he went to Sydney as well. Yeah, but from St Kilda, oh, yeah, I suppose. I don't know. Anyway, are they are they building one for him? No, I'm pretty sure okay, this is so just a personal. When they it's do, a good question. I think it's a good. We question. can talk yeah, me about. Me too. I think that's a ripper. Build him one. Just do it. Can you, do you want the statue to have you hanging off his cock as well? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just fucking giving him a hummer. I'll suck it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> oi, this bit's I've still got in our little – this is going to lead right into a bit of squeezing, Oh, this next bit, because – Fuck, he's going to be doing very well not to get it, to be honest. Um, Max Verstappen, we brought him up last week. Won the uh, Formula One championship. Won it weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Won it fucking months ago. 19 Grand Prix. Broke the record for the most in a season. The tradition for the winner of the championship after the last Grand Prix, which is now in Abu Dhabi, is to shout the dinner. Yep. All the drivers, there's 20 of them. There's 10 teams. They have two drivers each. They all go out for dinner. The winner shouts fucking dinner. Yeah. The With cunt doesn't wins. do it. Of course he didn't. Doesn't do it. Why? Didn't do it um, this year. Didn't do it. Uh, when was it? Possibly didn't do it last year, but there was a year where Lewis Hamilton came second and he shouted because Max didn't go. What? And I'm just going, what the fuck? I hate him even more now. That's a, a dead cocky, set, that's a dead set A-grade oh, thing to do. Like if there's Arrogant a, A-grade If there's dog. a more A-grade thing to do, that's it right there. Yeah. You know? His, well, Reggie has, wouldn't do that. I hope he has an absolute fall from grace, eh? Imagine being all those other drivers. Like, you respect mm. your competition enough in, like, a like non-team sport, like a single sport, and they would just hate him. Yeah. I hope there's, that um, some – I hope there's a bit more competition – Next year and like some battles because I used to call him Crash Stappen because he just <laughs> every time he'd be in some sort of battle he'd find a way to crash right back when he was um, crash on the scene. yeah not as good as he is now so I'm just wondering if he gets back into that um, dual situation with other drivers if he'll end up crashing because he's so fucking aggressive man yeah and that's why he's so good but if someone's just as aggressive as him he's Going to find himself in dramas again. <laughs> yeah, it's things He'll, like that shit me with with the tra- like traditions, right? Like when you have a tradition that's yeah. been going for ages, and that's what it's all about. You take part in it and you keep it alive. And that arrogant cunts like that, and I think it's today's age with everything. People just feel like, well, I don't need to do that. Fucking get involved with it, you cock. You never yeah. fuck with tradition. No, that's don't. why it's become a tradition because people have got around it. Like, yeah, that sort of stuff fucking pisses me off. Well, should we just fucking hand him the squeeze? I think so. Well, I'll segue s- that into the squeeze of the week. Yeah, I think surely. that's I think that's way squeezier worthy than Mitch Johnson. Jono's could actually become true as well, you know. Like, yeah, mm. but, oh, but even but if it does become true, is the point I made. Give it, don't shit. So sh- don't shit in your own bed. The standard squeeze. Oh, we love him. We do. Um, and I'm absolutely loving all the posts in the um, ROLC group of everyone getting their squeezes because, you know, we haven't really uh, – the Reggie 15's been there for the whole time since we started. Mm. Um, and I'm just – you know, we haven't seen many posts in the no. in the ROLC and we know that you just get around it, obviously, with that code, but just so good that you've got around him for Black Friday. They fucking deserve nothing less. Um 
And guys, like, if you are after a gift, this is an ad, but seriously, if your old boy drinks heaps of piss, if your brother does, if your missus does, if anyone does, that there is the best fucking Christmas present ever for them. Yeah. And they'll actually go, fuck yeah, that's cool. Not a fucking whole thing of jocks. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a good Christmas present. It is yeah. Not too expensive. Reggie it is. 15, it's it's perfect. Out. If you're in the... Um, if you're in the Secret Santa game with the family, oh, there you oh, go, fifty dollar yeah. limit, mate. Get on the standardsqueeze.com. Use the code Reggie. I'm actually gonna fucking do that. I didn't yeah, see that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> fucking oath. We love it. We Imagine, love what yeah, they're doing. Sitting under the tree come Christmas morning, and you just can't wait. You know, you get those presents where you got to wait. Like, oh, I've got to wait a week to use this. You'd be able to literally walk straight use outside it. and just rip in. Boy, big session in. on the piss. Threw a few cans of Coke in a fucking cooler bag with some ice. Throw, literally peg the fucking thing in there because it won't break. No. It'll bounce around all day. Quick fucking pour when you're out fucking around. Boom. It's unreal. Fuck we can't you. speak highly enough of it. Fuck. It's, I love it. Like you just said, Tom, it's an ad, but it's not really. Because I love because it. Because we are fucking dead yeah. set genuine about it. It's prime. We, we do it because we love it. Yeah. Hey. Mm. I'm yet to meet a person who has one who hasn't gone. It's actually fucking prime. The amount oh. of people that like are on the same. And they just us. keep coming up with new stuff. Like they come up with the stuff. He's gonna take over and... the world. Well mate, I can tell you <laughs> I can tell you what someone hasn't done before, right? They haven't poured all their piss in it, squeezed it to the nips worth, poured it in their drink and said that was shit. <laughs> <laughs> because it's fucking handy. Yeah. I can tell you that's never happened. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Get one of these, the world's yours. There son. would be some cranky cunt out there who's probably going, oh, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> just hates everything. Yeah, yeah, just hates the world. Yeah, well, even if you do hate everything, you can't hate a squeeze. I, yeah, but that cunt probably hates bacon too. We've got oh. a bloke like this at work. I'm definitely not going to name him. But <laughs> <laughs> I walked out yep. behind him the other day. It was fucking hilarious, man. So parked in all beside each other, we had... Clado's Troopy, which is like the sandy colour. Mm. Another Troopy that had like the fucking um, alley cab rooftop on it, all decked out. My cruiser next to it with the canopy, the rooftop on it, and then another Hilux. And I walked out behind this grumpy old fuck and he just goes, what's the fucking army in town? <laughs> <laughs> Just anything, eh? Made me weekend. It was Friday arm. I just went, fuck it, that's funny. I'll, yeah. I'll nearly said his name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's the sort of kind of look up the sun and go, fuck that cunt's bright. Fucking <laughs> 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 bright cunt. It's so good, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, they Walks are outside, goes and does something fun on a 35-degree day and goes, oh, yeah, had fun, but it was fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's good, eh? <laughs> hey, before we move on to a bit of punting, uh, CTC, bruh, Country Trucker Caps, head to thecountrycompanies.com where you'll find all the sick designs that the knuckler's got ready to go. And if you want to fucking create your own hat, countrytruckercaps.com.au. Make one for your business, for a piss-up, anything like that. Get amongst it. The best fucking hats in the game. So They're the greatest hats yeah. of all time. They are, mate. They it's are. Walk around Australia and you will see fuckloads because on you can Because you can make your own, you will literally think it's the greatest hat of all yeah. time. And you mm. can put Because you can make your own and it's what you want. Exactly. Anything you want. 
Fuck it, hate yeah. yeah. Fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm not Knuckles, but I know him very well, and I think he'd let a lot of things slide on a, on a dome cover. <laughs> so, just what I reckon. Uh, what do you reckon? Who's the skip? Well, look, um, Valence is, is that how you say it? Valence? Valence. Valence Tafare. Valence yeah. Tafare. I yeah, think his nice. performance are uh, rocking up. pronunciation. Rocking up. Like a dead set Reggie for me. <laughs> it's a Reggie's this, captain this week. It's a Reggie's fucking play, like literally breaking into the NRL and rocking up just with a fucking sump hanging oh, off the front of you. I think if that's not Reggie, I don't know what uh, is. Plus, I don't really have anything else. Fair enough if you've got a few seasons in your legs and you know that you can come back. Yeah, that's but, like his chance. Yeah. <laughs> He's you got young. other cunts coming like Jake Avarillo, Herbie Farnworth. He's a centre and he's like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. The dogs will pick me up yeah, soon. Yeah, fuck it. One of them get injured. I'll be right. <laughs> but I don't know. that. Unless you guys have like an actual no, one that's, that's done a, something good. Nah, that was great. <laughs> I think that was fucking always going to happen. Very <laughs> Yeah. Very, yeah. very Reggie. Mm. Um, well, there you go. Well done, Valance. Mm. Good <laughs> job. Throw your NRL career away for it. They're at the gate. And they're off. Goes up the inside of... She's cutting loose now. He's trying. Can he do it? She's going to blow. Here he comes. Boom. Right over the top. The punt, boys. Mm. Keto's Collectors is back. Yes, Keto. Um, paid $14 on the tote if you waited until it jumped. Mm. So, great stuff. Pedro's unlucky. All in unlucky. The weather in Melbourne fucked us there. Mm. Um, let's see how we went, though. My blue bet all in this week is going to be on King Rai, Ryan Garcia, to knock out Oscar Jurado. I think that's how you say his last name. I'm heading to Big Doomben, race four. I'm going horse number three, Defiant Spirit. And I'm going race eight, Caulfield. We're going vow and declare to place. Reginald, Keto's collectors can feel some old wounds starting to reopen. This week I'm getting into the Christmas spirit and heading to the Christmas Cup over 2,400 metres at Rose Hill. Number three, Stockman. Nine bucks and three dollars. The place currently on blue bet. G'day, Reggie. Time for Pedro's picks. But I'm going to go conservative. I'm going to go Arsenal this to win. This was that close. I'm going to go Bukaya Saka to uh, score a goal. He's due, overdue. And to bump them odds up, I'm going to come back to the uh, A-League. Australia, that's right. I'm going, to go, I'm going to throw Brisbane Roar in just to win. They're playing Friday night against Western Sydney. Mm. So, <laughs> so I did yeah. that because... Fucking two out of three legs. We're still providing, you know. I think it's good. I think that's a good idea. I like doing a bit of a recap on all the bets and how we did to do a bit of, you know. Well, we can't. We won't do them all. We'll do the the winning ones, and then obviously if the all in. That was a draw too, when by the all, way, the raw. Exactly, yeah. your favourite. Fucking yeah, what a great idea. Don't have a winner to a game. They're up two nil as well. Oh, oh fuck off, fucking nil. Fucking unlucky, but are we, we're getting there. And, um, yeah, I was almost not going to do that this week with the owl all in just because you, you love cause, just... No, because your leg – if my leg lost, we would have done the same thing. Yeah. But, you know, 
You just can't thought. knock me too much because Val and Declare was looking good. I know. The weather fucked. The weather. I woke up Saturday morning and in Melbourne. Loves a dry track and fuck. it pissed. Mm, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's why it blew from like, what, 450, got out to sevens, I think, when it yeah. jumped. That is a big move. It was. <laughs> and it ran like it too. Yeah, as mm. soon as it got to the straight, it just went. <laughs> um, oh, look, before we get into our bets, have a go at this. So, Mick Price. Trains in Victoria, very, very well-established um, stable in Victoria. Now, if you're part of any racehorse ownership, you'll know this. But uh, for those who aren't, you get updates from trainers, right? Um, you, whether it's a voice recording or a video of the horse, if it's not in the paddock, if he's in the stables and he's in work, you'll get updates via a group or a message or whatever. Have a listen to this from Mick Price describing one of the horses he's got in his stables. Tugcoat Cliffy boys, no good. Um, too slow. It's just too slow. It's embarrassingly slow. Not the, not Michaela Lawrence's fault. No one's fault. Um, been beaten out of sight his last two. We're giving the benefit of the doubt that he may have improved, but I think he's got slower. Uh, I don't think there's enough laps on a race course for him to ever win a race, and I think he should be, I don't want to swear, but I think he should be fucked off as soon as we can um, <laughs> get an email back from you guys which says, please release me from my pain. And um, the girl that strapped him, Shannon, she's a lovely kid down there, uh, she wants him as a equestrian horse. So if you guys could give me the uh, permission to um, sign it over to her for $1 and um, she'll get some change, um, that will be done. Thank you. Oh, that's <laughs> fucking unreal. Imagine God, hearing At least he's that. being honest. Imagine yeah. if you got, you've just gone out and spent 60 grand on this Yeah, thing. you and your mates... In a, and you just hear that from a very well-established... <laughs> yeah, but oh. rather, I would rather cop that and be dirty... And laugh. Than, than, oh, yeah, yeah. than be like, um, oh, look, guys, you know, he hasn't gone that well the last two <laughs> yeah, yeah, starts, yeah, yeah. but we think he might come good eventually, been in a long-form race. He's just going, excuses. fucked off. <laughs> There's not enough laps on a racetrack yeah. for him to ever win a race. He has just wielded the <laughs> stiffest poly he could find oh. and wielded it hard. Too, too slow. Embarrassingly <laughs> slow. Not thought not give him the benefit of the doubt, but he's gotten slower. Not <laughs> enough laps on the course for him to run a, like, win a race. Mick, uh, Mick Price might be my new favourite trainer he just in sat, Victoria. You know, he sat there with his hand in his head like this, just going, oh, fucking too slow. Yeah. Imagine when he's flicked that bit of paper over <laughs> and just gone, ah, oh, for fuck. Tug goat Cliffy or whatever yeah. it was called. <laughs> Equestrian. Might be a nice change of career for How good is that for $1 and she'll get some change? <laughs> 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 That's beautiful. That's good. Uh, uh, oi, there's a big revamp of the punt segment coming up too. Yeah. So um, we haven't really mentioned this, but next year we plan we plan to have two apps. So one for our sport, one for our punting. Um, punting? Mm. Punting. All the old boys, Barb's be involved, obviously. Like we'll, you um, said, Gropes, the other day, brother, like you were saying, a lot of punting shows and that pick a fair few bets 
you know, across a few different across things. Across the weekend, yeah, yeah. And they come off and you might get one or two. It's hard just picking one out of the few you might be putting on. So it'll yeah. be more of a, like, I'm really keen for the footy season. Yeah. That's where I like to get stuck in and have a few things across it. Same yeah. with you on the racing. Like, it'll be more in-depth punting, yeah, I think. Definitely. We'll keep a scoreboard for the whole mm. year. Yeah. Don't know how we'll use the system yet, whether it'll be the unit system. That's probably the easiest. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like you said, we can have more bets with there being a better, uh, dedicated punt show. Because yeah. give us more time to do our research as well. Exactly. The fields come out on a Wednesday Arve and we record on a Wednesday Arve. So. Yeah. Outside of Spring <laughs> Carnival, you look at some horse races and you go, I don't know who the fuck this is. When, and you've got a couple hours to look into it before we record. Once we, uh, when we have, have a few different bets, we'll just get into our work then. Oh, mm. yeah. I've got a little, uh, we've got to run it by us, obviously, but um, when the first group one runs in February, all the way through to the last group one, in November, I'd like us all, when there's a few in the one weekend, we'll just choose one. But I'd like every time there's a group one, we've all got to go that same race mm. and we'll have a little group just one battle. little group one scoreboard. That's yeah, a great idea. Right. Battle for the new And then G- another scoreboard with all the footy and everything and yeah, whatever yeah. you want to go Could it be on. for the G1 throne? <laughs> like, could it be G1T? Ooh. I don't yeah. know if we're giving that up. <laughs> I don't know if the listeners will allow that, Should actually. be a big G on the front of a belt. Oh, yeah. oh just my head. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking will, I? Huh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, the uh, blue bet all in. I am going to go to race five at Randwick, horse number two, Blue Stratum. You might remember him. I've tipped him on Melbourne Cup Day down the straight at uh, Flemington in his first ever start. He was hyped up and the hype was real. Unlucky not to win. He ran second. He's had a little freshen up now. He's not down the straight here. He's got to go around the bend at Randwick, but he's up against a heap of first starters and nothing in the race has had more than one start. So I think $3.30 is absolutely stealing money. Um, Have some on him to win and for our all-in multi, you'll get $1.55 to place. Beautiful. I'm heading to the boxing. Devin Haney is fighting. Uh, and, look, Haney isn't a risk taker. He's very disciplined, um, similar to, like, Floyd Mayweather. He's not the most exciting bloke to watch, but very technical, very defensive, um, just outpoints people normally. Um, I think it'll be a proper chess match from him. And, yeah, he outpoints him and wins by decision. That should be paying about a $1.42-ish. I don't think the market's available yet on Bluebet, but going off what it is to win, I think it should be about that $1.40-ish. And from what I've looked at, that's the safest bet that I can personally say I think will win. Love it. Rightio. I'm wrapping it up again. My all-in bet is Liverpool head-to-head win against Crystal Palace and it's paying $1.60. So the Reds are in great form this season. We're two points off the top. They've won 10 out of their last 12 games against Palace, especially their form at Selhurst Park is outstanding. So this form will carry on here after hopefully a win tomorrow in the midweek fixture against Sheffield. So short and sweet, wrap it up for another week and hopefully we print. Mm. Mm. Yeah, go to the Bluey specials. You'll find it uh, under the Reggies there. Um, that's it for another week of the Blue Bet All In. Yeah. Another away team in the Premier League. Mm, it's D-Day. Yeah. It's D-Day for Jace. Yeah. <laughs> I actually picked Arsenal when they are away against Brentford. <coughs> a little certain someone at the end of the couch let me down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do we do now? Do we go to the old boys? Yeah, I think, I we'll think go we go to do. the old boys, eh? Go to the old boys. Go, you bastard. 
Come on, you little bastard. Get up there, son. Got it, you little ripper! Keats, he's going to be fucking up and about this week. Remember last time he had a win after a long dry spell? He went on a bit of a run. Oh, he? yeah. Oh, I'm hoping that happens. I hope he just Five. trouts here. Uh, yeah. Surely. Gets his whip out, cracks it, the <laughs> <Yeah>. stock whip. <laughs> Reginald, cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> just remembering back a couple episodes when I may have been grubbed slightly by you lads for not delivering a winner when you guys finally performed. Grubbed. Cha-ching, cha-ching. <laughs> I'm sure there's a big replay coming of me spiel from last week. Anyway, that's the old boys carrying the progeny again. <laughs> Enough gloating, pulling me own pud. It's not as if it occurs every week, so I have to take full advantage of Keats producing a double-figure odds winner for the Reggie community. Tito's collector's bluebed old boy has really struggled to nail down just one winner this week, as a number of me old favourites are going around. Yep, including... Hinge. Oh, no. But I think I have found a really nice horse returning from a break at Ramwick this weekend. Uh, what is it? Race nine, number five, Aristonis. First up over the mile, but did win first up last, last campaign. A very informed combination of jockey Jason Collett and trainer Annabelle Neesham will have this horse ready to rumble. A couple of nice trials leading into Saturday, so let's get on, guys. Currently $7 and $2.50 the place. Until next week, stay safe and happy punting. Beautiful. Beautiful I genuinely thought he was going to back hinge then. <laughs> so did I. So it's the Ingham. Mm. There's 24 horses in it. Wow. Maximum yes. field. And uh, hinge is in there, and I'm going, oh, here we go. <laughs> He's just going to pick the... Absolute hardest race possible. Oh, well, that's he's just going in. That's the sort of race that hinged, you know, because it's so big and you don't know what's going to happen. It'll probably fucking win. Yeah, now that we've said that. Maybe have a little side. I think he's mentioned it just in case. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's covered all bases there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll see where you get it from now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's uh, he's shot himself in the foot there because he said, oh, I'm sure that the boys oh. have. And we did. And he said, $9, the win. And then in his spiel, he said, got you the win at double-figured yeah. odds. <laughs> yeah, it paid double figures, He's... but not when you tipped it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> He's boasting. Just wielding Polly on every cunt this episode. Yeah. No one's fucking safe from no, G1 stiff ever bit safe. of Polly. Yeah, well, fucking hell. Actually, do you reckon Barb's has worked on his bark? Because remember oh. we were up him about having too yeah. deep of a bark. Do you reckon yeah. he's come in with a... Well, that's a more of a that's more of a chihuahua. A, I just yeah. want to see I just want to see the tone of bark that he enters with today. Yeah, yeah. he's not a rot wheel. I am looking forward to it. Hopefully, he hasn't shied away altogether because I did like the bark. <laughs> yeah, it's the, the bark cattle was dog. nice. Yeah, I feel like the bark needs to come out when you know he's one. Oh, one so you race. reckon he should enter mm. at the moment with? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> towel between his legs. Yeah. Uh, I, I reckon when he's um, – after his best value didn't get up early on in the day, when his best bet got scratched, he would have been going, you beauty. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Yeah, but maybe it's a wine. He, he is. Loses. I tell you, there has never been more pressure on at the Reggies than there is on poor old Barb's at the moment. Oh, I, feel, I do feel sorry for him. Hmm. But no, we're getting sidetracked here. We'll yeah. go to uh, Pedro. No, we won't because he's crook yeah. as a fucking dog. He's crook as a dog. Couldn't even get a voice recording through. But I do have his bed here, so the spawn of. I'll read it out here. <laughs> the spawn of. He's going to the Big Bash, which starts this week. Wowza. Yeah, Friday Without night. even seeing a game. <laughs> no, nah, he's straight into it. He just doesn't give a fuck. Please tell me it's not Thursday night or something. No, so it's Friday. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> Friday, the Sydney Sixers versus Renegades. So he's got Smudge to score 30 runs. The Sixers just to win. Joe Clark to get 30 runs. Oh, uh, Joe. I am known for fucking up cricket stats, but I've never heard of Joe Clark. And Does he play for the Stars? I've never heard of him. I think he did play for the Stars. Great and name, Yeah, though, Zamps to yeah, get Jack. two plus wickets. So wow. $26. It's going to say, that would be huge. Yeah, so great odds. Um, we didn't have any chimes. So I reckon I Joe well. brought those odds right up. Mm. I think... Uh, I think it is all just a combination there. Mm, a bit of combination. Well, yeah, six is, is it? The are they playing? They, they are playing the stars. No, it's Renegades. Zampa plays for the Gades now. He must. He's dogged them, or did he play for them last year too? I can't. No, remember. I'm pretty sure he played for stars. I don't last watch year. much Big Bash because <clears throat> it's 2020, and I'm a traditionalist. But yeah, Smudge <laughs> is playing, which is um, interesting. I'll get into it this year, though. I reckon. Yeah, I'll be to watching play a in bit, Big Bash 100%. six days before the first test. Smudge, yeah, that's all right. He hasn't played since the final. I'll be getting like poor old He played in one of the T20 games. Once right? I yeah. watch a round or two and I see who's <laughs> twinking fucking yeah. balls, I'll be getting into me a little multi-work. I think sixes are always a safe bet, though. Yeah, they do play well. Good. Them and the Scorchers, man. Mm. Every fucking, fucking year, Scorchers. Eh? That still hurt, the old Heat losing that final. Yeah. Fuck, they had it won. Oh, shout out to the Brisbane Lions women. Yeah. Breaking the Brisbane hoodoo. They broke the Brizzy hoodoo. Yeah. Won the uh, AFLW on the weekend. They've lost like nice. six grand After the Heat well. women lost, lost the cricket. Yeah, I was just set up for failure, wasn't it? Yeah. No, nah, but yep, there's Pedro. So Smudge 30 runs, sixes head to head. Joe Clark 30 runs, and Zamps two or more wickets. Copy nice. that. I'm going to fucking put that on. So, Fuck yeah. Right, Rocket. Hit us. Boys, punters, Queenslanders, Rockets, Ruffies, raring to go. We're off to Randwick on Saturday, race six, the Max Brenner Santa Cup, over 2,000 metres. Horse nine, I'm in to win. Four-year-old Gelding, <coughs> jockey Tim Clark, trainer Waterhouse Bot, paying about $4 to win, $1.70 a place. Jump on him, stay hard. Beautiful. Nice. Love it. Waterhouse and bot. Will it lead? <clears throat> Probably. And he that's where loves. we want them in the first four. <laughs> I'd be interested to see, like, if we went back through how many Waterhouse and bot trained. I think it's, I think it's every week. Pretty every week, week, yeah. Mm. He'd see it and he'd go, yep. Well, I think <clears throat> it's his thing is, right, I don't think anyone's stoked about having to pick a horse on Wednesday. Mm. So I mm-hmm. think he's sort of... MO is, no, it's coming from a good trainer, um, you know, out in front early. It's not going to get stuck behind. It just yeah. gives you that bit more of a chance of having something mm. up the front to win. I think Timmy that's Clark, it. too, loves riding oh, in front. Nice. Gate seven. Ooh. Rocket, 
hasn't produced an insane amount of winners, but he's always sniffing. He'll pick a horse that is always like a great placing and great each way yeah. shout, 100%. no matter what rocket yeah, bets. So that um Foxy Cleopatra that's in that race, yeah. it's also nominated in race number oh no, it's also nominated in Melbourne, I think. And the next race at Randwick. It's nominated fucking everywhere, that thing. So if that thing comes out, odds will tumble. So maybe get on early. Mm. There will be a deduction, won't it? There will be, but not as bad as if you put it on now, it'll deduct. But if you wait, anyway. Are we racing Flemington or Cole? Anyway, get in there. uh, Bendigo Cup. Oh. Bendigo Cup day. Wow. Fucking oath, I'm going there right now. Ballarat, fucking Bendigo. Ballarat Cup Day. Sorry, fellas. Yeah. Um, or do we? Are we going to Barb's next, or are we going? I was going to go to the Punters mm. Club. Oh yeah, I just sure. shit the bed there. Vibe did not happen. Vibe did not happen. Oh the for vibe, me, yeah, club. No, there was vibe no vibing. Bed. Shit the bed. The big good shit. Ah, big good shit. <laughs> the no great good. shit. Mm. Um, Punters Club. My bet. I'm swinging. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm swinging, but I'm also. Having 80 a win on a horse in race six at Eagle Farm. Number six, all that pizzazz at $7. Now, Keto tipped this a few weeks back. He was given a shocking ride by Martin Harley, which I've already mentioned mm. last week. You've wielded him. Got, yeah, I've wielded him again. <laughs> <laughs> Got scratched last week, all that pizzazz, in preparation for this. Now, Prince of Boom is your $4.20 favourite, Remember, that was uh, Jace's all-in a few weeks back when he got cardiac arrhythmia. Um, I can't back him there. Is he running again? He's racing. Is there an update? He's racing on the weekend. I can't – I cannot have him, even though, like, he'll improve a lot, obviously. He had a fucking cardiac arrhythmia. So – I can't have him at 420. All that pizzazz has been set for this. So the key for me is TJ Gollan scratching him last week and Ben E. Thompson going back aboard. His record on this horse for Ben is eight starts, four wins, three seconds. Beautiful. Great. So seven times out of eight in the top two. Horse loves the track, loves the distance. $7 a win will have $80 straight out. On Thank the snot. So I reckon... The only reason the thing's paying seven is because Prince of Boom's there at four dollars, and he shouldn't be. He's, so you're getting value at sevens. Then mm. um, I'm going swinging. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be having Eagle Farm race six number six. All that pizzazz to win. Randwick race five number two. Blue Stratum to win. <coughs> I've already, you know, mentioned those two above. And then I'm having Young Verta in the Ballarat Cup. Race eight at Ballarat win. <laughs> Young Verta is much he's a much better class of horse than he's competing with here. He raced in the um, McKinnon against a tissue and Jewess in the group one during Melbourne Cup week over two thousand meters. Drops back to a Ballarat Cup against this lot. Fucking please. Uh, the weather scares me. There's rain predicted for Saturday, but they're still thinking a good track, and that's the key factor for him. If it rains, watch them come for number two, just folk. But the three-leg multi of uh, all that pizzazz, Blue Stratum and Young Verta, all to win is paying about 150 to one. <laughs> and with a boost on Saturday morning, wow. our $20 will collect over three grand. Nice. So, Can you imagine the great We'll have a swing. 
And we've got our $80 a win on all that pizzazz at sevens, which will be a nice little 500 collect. We'll have to widen the door to get this cunt in if he wins. <laughs> oh. Can you imagine? The dome swell imagine on Imagine the hat be... size. Oh. Like yeah. The sunnies well, won't fit um, either. We're going to a party Saturday night, so you may as well come out early Saturday and we'll have a few bets. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Righto. Um, yes. Righto. There's the punters club. Barbs. What has he got for Hang us? Hang on, before we go to Barb's, are we? Do we think there will be a bark or won't there be a bark? Mm, I think there will be because he's been. Sure. He, he was a bit. Oh, they're up me about the bark, so I'm like, sh- I hope he stayed with the bark. I hope he stayed with the bark. Yeah. He'll fix the bark. I'm calling it right now. <laughs> or Come on, bark. the bark will definitely be mentioned, like because we've said, you know, that's fucking a bit strong for a cattle dog. Mm. He'll, um, I think he'll overdo it though, and do a little, <laughs> a little. We'll see. Yeah. You reckon? I yeah, hope there's a bark, Bubs. Oh, it'll be talked about. Reggie's. Well, boys, oh. back to winner straight off the oh. bat last week as Barbs' best was scratch race morning, so we're in front from the get-go there, you fucking beauty. The <laughs> best value oh, dog got a little bit back in the ruck in an unsuitably run race, but stuck on gamely for fifth, so I'm knocking on the door. <laughs> little Grand Shanghai was very game in the Jericho Cup final on Sunday. Certainly didn't disgrace himself, considering the winner run a very creditable race in the New Zealand Cup a few starts back. And the strongest grader race our little fella had won so far had been a benchmark 70 handicap. Uh, he got beat about eight lengths and still collected prize money for the owners and it was such a great thrill to have an association with a runner in that sort of race that sort of looks to be an iconic race in the future if it already isn't one. Uh, boys, I've got to bounce back to form. It's fucking hard going. But I'm hoping I can this week with a best bet, a best value, and a listener's exclusive best roughie. Ooh. My best bet comes up in race seven on the card at Ramwick, the Ingham. I'm going with number two here, lads, Detonator Jack, for the all-conquering Marin Eustace Sable. This gelded son of Jackalberry was awesome last start at Kembler Grange to win the gong, beating Lock Eagle and Ossipenko. Sorry, Keats. He really relished the application of Blinkers first time. Jason Collett sticks fat here. He draws a little awkward in barrier 15, but he gets back anyway. He sticks at the mile where he's three from three, and I really think he can make it two in a row here. Randwick race seven, number two, detonator jack, $4 at the time of recording. My best value, I'm heading west to Ascot, race eight, the Northerly Stakes, a horse that needs no introduction to Reggie's listeners here. Number three, lads, the Adrian Bott and Gay Waterhouse trained zoom on. It's been very consistent this prep. In his two lead-up runs, and he now gets a trip that suits 1,800 metres. He's had four goes for three wins. Whether he has the class to beat the likes of Zaki, Forgot You, or Asafina, I don't really know. But at a whopping $18 and $4.80 the drum, I think he represents outstanding value. He's drawn wide, but he'll go forward under retiring legend Damien Oliver, and he'll be in it for a long way. Ascot, race eight, number three, zoom on $18 and $4.80 at the time of recording is my best value. And the listener's exclusive best, Ruffy, and lads, it's fucking rough. But I've done a fair <laughs> bit of form for this race, and this horse's form is 500% better than it reads on paper. He's been back and wide on unsuitable tracks in unsuitably run races, and it comes up in race eight at Eagle Farm, the gateway. It's a very, very hard race, but I think this horse is massive, massive, massive overs. Number nine, Apicus for Kristen Buchanan from Wyong. She's got an unbelievable strike rate when she brings her horses to Brisbane, especially when she combines with Taylor Marshall, who will take the reins here from Barrier 11. You'll get the run of the race. And at a monumental price of $75 and $14 the place, you could do a fucking hell of a lot worse than to have a sneaky five each way on this thing on Saturday, boys. Listeners exclusive, best roughy, Eagle Farm, race eight, number nine. 
So that's Barb's best this week, boys. Ramwick Race 7, number 2, Detonator Jack, $4 at the time of recording. Barb's best value, Ascot Race 8, number 3, Zoom On, $18.480 at the time of recording. And my listeners' exclusive best roughie, Eagle Farm Race 8, number 9, Hapika, $75 the win and 14 bucks the drum at the time of recording. Keep it stiff, lads. Happy punning. He's swinging. He's, he's that swinging. Is, that is nice. Funny. I love that Whilst spiel. I was listening to that, being disappointed by no bark, I've done the homework. You could have done Tom Barbary and listen. There you go, mate. Did you just type in cattle dog bark? Did you yes. just type in Tom Barbary? Cattle dog barking sound. <laughs> I right. actually thought that was one of his recordings. I just said. fucking... <laughs> That's all I heard the whole time. <laughs> Didn't yeah. you see me? <laughs> yeah. What was different from that than the recording? <laughs> I just, didn't you see me just go and try and grab a bit of poly yeah. as soon as you yeah, played it? Session. Yeah, you were looking around for a, like a holster on your hip. Nah, good on your barbs. If there's any time for barbs to bounce back, it's now. We need him. We, we need do. him. We, we need, need him. the horseman to pick some horses. I'll tell you what, though. The f- he fucking just doesn't help himself. I mean, obviously I'll just be sound like an idiot if Detonator Jack comes out and streets him again, but that was the race I said there's 24 runners. He's swinging. Barb's is swinging. It's good to see him he's hold swinging. the confidence and have a 24 swing. runners, and he's drawn gate 15. So, God, I hope he gets a spot mm. somewhere in there. He's swinging from his best to his listeners' exclusive. Hey, look, I'll Maybe back, I'll back, back with I like Zoom on in the northerly, though. He'll go mm. forward. He'll be leading at some point. He might. Is Pikey on a fucking $1.80 favourite in that race? No, no, no. No, no. No. Um, and I'm then with you, that big swinging ruffy. I'm going to be having a little a each way on that. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, that's a little bit of insider information there that he's just got fucking ooh, epicus. Yeah. Mm. Something skipped over was the Jericho Cup, actually. Yeah. Great spectacle. Wasn't uh, Rick McIntosh? The race caller. Yeah. Oh, how just good is the It's like he's made it his signature. We should have played that, eight. We yeah. should have played Someone all the Someone posted it for us in the RLC after last episode. But, uh, but yeah. it was good to watch him actually do it live. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. He, and it fucking how's his form? Every time they run past like an iconic like part where they would normally jump you for the grand sandwich. annual, he yeah. would go, and this is where they'd normally be jumping, but there's no jumps today. <laughs> Just making sure everyone knows that this is where the grand annual normally is, and there's normally jumps there. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> Just in case you missed 10 seconds before. Uh, the winner was way too good. Um, yeah. I think little buddy Grand Shanghai looked good as they done the big right-hand bend. And you swap. If you're on the outside, you end up being on the inside. I thought, oh, he's travelling well here. But then, yeah, just uh, couldn't go with the Whoever is leading towards the last, like, 400 is just going to win. All right, yeah. Unless you have been leading the whole way, then you usually run last. (laughs) Yeah, as soon as they got in that straight, I was like, nothing is catching it. Nah, it was too good. Far too good. Mm. Anyway, that's it for another week. Mm, Um, Great Fucking oath it was. Thanks for tuning in, Reggie's. Like we said, if you fucking haven't already and you want to have a six, um, I get yourself a baggy Reg on the site. Go and get a Reg. Um, thanks for everyone who bought Fight Night tickets. We're keen as for that. And like we said, we're fucking itching to show you the studio upgrades. They aren't far off. Next year's going to be huge. Like we yeah. said, we want to make the punting segment or its own show bigger. 
Keep going with the sports show. Bigger and better. Constantly improving. Yeah, it's huge shit going on at Reggie's HQ. Fucking oath. And you are a part of it. Fucking you are the reason for the whole yeah, thing. 100%. So, yeah. Get a Reg. Awesome. Cricket Steers next week. Fucking oath. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.